What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the All Things Croatia podcast. I'm your host, Stanko Zovac. Born and raised in Los Angeles, I'm now living in Zagreb and studying the Croatian language. In this series, I'll be talking with people both in the homeland and around the globe who have connections to Croatia. We'll hear from business owners, returning diaspora, influencers, musicians and artists, athletes, and the biggest Croatian celebrities that will return my calls. But enough about me. Idem odalje, and let's get started. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today we've got some special guests, Petar Repar and Josip Sepp. Uh, they're founders of LA Vatrni, which is an organization run for Croatians in Los Angeles. Uh, they put on events, they're active on social media, and they're a great way for the LA Croatian community to participate and stay involved with the Croatian culture there. Thanks for coming on, guys. Hey, Stanko, thanks, thanks for, for having us. Thanks for having us, Stanko. Excited to be here. Yeah, of course. Great to have you guys on. How's it going? We're uh, we're doing good, man. We're uh, hoping this COVID thing ends soon. We're we're ready to get back into the Croatian uh, Croatian events and and get back at seeing everyone. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I think uh, I, I definitely I've met you guys at St. Anthony's, you know, years ago. That's our local Croatian church over in LA. Um, how long have you guys been going there? I know Petar, you were you're from like Fresno area. Or Bakersfield? Yeah, I'm so. Yeah, I'm originally from Fresno, California, which is uh, Central California. My family has a, a vineyard out there, um, so I grew up there, and then I moved to Los Angeles for college, and then I've uh, been here ever since. And then um, I started getting involved in the church about three years ago, and, and coming around and, and meeting everyone uh, after I graduated college. Mm-hmm. And Joseph, you're from LA, right? You're born and raised. Yeah, um, so I grew up in Long Beach, um, you know, where Snoop Dogg, Sublime, and Cameron Diaz are from. <laughs> and uh, I I went to St. Anthony's pretty much my whole life, like when I was a little kid. Um, every Friday night, we had um, Croatian, you know, children's school, uh, where we learned how to speak Croatian, uh, dance kola, and play tambura. Uh, yeah, I never got the pleasure of doing that as a kid. My older sister went, and then I guess my parents got tired of driving out there, and then I never yeah. got to go. <laughs> traffic, rush hour traffic on Friday nights is really bad. Um, mm. Eventually, I think it moved to Sundays because it was better for everyone. But yeah, those Friday nights were tough to get to. Yeah, traffic, LA traffic's brutal. Um, so well, I, I've heard stories that, that the dads liked it the most because that they would all just hang out and drink beer <laughs> and play ping pong. I don't know oh, if that's yeah. true. Uh, Maybe you're getting someone in I, trouble, but that's what I, I've heard. I can attest to that, man. The ping pong competitions with the dads were very intense. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a Croatian-Croatian thing or an LA-Croatian thing, but there's <laughs> definitely the LA-Croatian is a big ping pong <laughs> community there. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, so, guys, tell me a little bit about growing up, you know, with the Croatian culture and what that background was like for you, what it was like growing up. Um, I guess I'll go first. Uh, for me, it was uh, probably very different than Josip. Um, like I said, I was born and raised in Fresno, California, um, where there's not a big Croatian community, really not a community at all. Um, both my parents are full Croatian. So, I mean, I grew up, grew up in a culture. It was actually my first language. I didn't learn English till I was about three years old. Um, so, you know, it was always a part of my life, but I really wasn't surrounded by many Croatians besides just kind of my immediate family. Um, but, you know, we would travel back every couple of years and I have, you know, family in Croatia and 
and my grandmother would come during the winters and spend time with us. And, you know, so that's when I get a lot of practice speaking Croatian with her, um, which was great. And my other grandma, you know, obviously spoke Croatian that lived, lived in town. Um, so I didn't really fully immerse myself and, and get really involved. And like I said, until about three years ago, um, right around the World Cup time, which is when I kind of started going, coming around the church and, and meeting people. And I just, I just really fell in love. Um, with the community and the people and just the atmosphere. And it's kind of one of those things that's hard to explain. Um, you know, we go and travel, you know, now me and the boys, we go travel to Canada and Toronto and Cleveland and all over and for these Croatian events. And, and you meet Croatians for a weekend and it's just some of this undescribable kind of underlying connection you have. Um, and you just become lifelong friends. And, you know, that's what's that draw me, drew me in and what's kept me around and coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, do you feel a big difference these last three years where you've been more involved with, you know, other people other than just your family in the Croatian community as opposed to before? Oh, yeah, totally. You know, I've, I've met so many people all over, you know, United States and, and Canada in the last three years. And, you know, I, I feel like I, you know, go to church on Sundays and, um, you know, it's, it's like an extended family. Everyone that, you know, you know, everyone talk to everyone and you know it's it's just a great great community uh we have a really great community at st anthony's in downtown mm-hmm. um downtown los angeles uh really tight tight-knit community so it's a great great place to be and, and spend time yeah and it, it hasn't just been local i mean you guys have gone with Ali vatrani international so i'm sure <laughs> and we'll talk about that in a little bit but you know that's really cool meeting people from all over the world you know croatians from all over the world and then Yosef, what about you? Um, I mean, like I said, like I grew up with the community. Um, so both of my parents are Christian immigrants. You know, they barely spoke any English. And it was like, what do they do? They go where, you know, other Christians congregated. And one of the best places was um, downtown L.A., the Christian church. Um, so I, you know, Croatian was my first language. Um I feel like a lot of people can say that like in LA that did go to the community. So I feel like that's where we all kind of met and, you know, just made like lifelong friends out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. And then I went to Croatia like every other year, um, growing up. So it, it just, it means a lot to me. <laughs> like all of my non-Croatian friends, like they know me as the Croatian, you know, that's like all I talk about. I brag about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's... it's funny. It, every, I feel like I've joked around with my friends. It's like I, us Croatians, we're very proud people. Definitely. And I feel like anytime you meet someone new, somehow we like Croatians manage to work it in that they're Croatian. Like if you meet a Croatian, you're going to know that they're Croatian, like by, b- b- before you leave them. I don't know if yeah. that's your guys' experience, but that's definitely mine. <laughs> Like definitely the first like 10 words of, you know, meeting someone you say, oh, I'm Croatian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or my friends introduced me as like, oh, he's Croatian. Like (laughs) it's just like the thing. Yeah. It's part of, part of our identity. And I think with names like ours too, especially, I mean, there's no escaping it. That's, you know, that comes up as soon as you introduce yourself. (laughs) Yeah. My, my, my usual line is it's, it's a Croatian version of Peter. (laughs) Yeah. I, I remember when uh, Petar came around, he was like, hi, my name is Petar. <laughs> I'm never going <laughs> to 
Americanizing that one it a <laughs> Well, that's how I've been yeah. myself as like to American speaking people. It's like no yeah. one can say pet dog, you know? So it's like, I want to say my name like in the proper Croatian way, but then I have to like Americanify it. So oh, like, it's yeah. just weird, like saying my own name and like introducing it. <laughs> yeah. It's kind and, of a matter of how much effort you want to spend, you know, saying, you know, it's Croatian. It's like this, you kind of have to go into the history of it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Saying it over and over again. Guitar. What? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've gotten everything. Yeah. Even with a name like Josip, man, no one can say it right. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, there's definitely some time you got to spend explaining in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I am. I'm jealous of you guys. You said you both. Uh, Croatian was your, both your guys' first languages, and you know, growing up speaking Croatian and learning it. You know, I'm trying to learn it now, and it's such a difficult language. Like all the grammar and like things don't translate so well to English for me. And like, I'm jealous that you guys, you know, were brought up speaking it because I wasn't. Yeah, it's one of those things, I think, when you're young, you don't really appreciate it. And then, I, you know, I remember we would have like a guy, like a local coach student that would come and, and teach us to Croatian when we got a little older. And, you know, me and my sister like hated it. Um, and he'd come every Sunday and teach us for an hour or whatever. And, you know, we were like, oh, you, you know, we got to do this again. But now that you're older and, you know, you, you definitely appreciate it. And when we go to Croatia in the summers, it's nice, <laughs> nice to be able to speak Croatian and Mm -hmm. and uh, get around and kind of feel definitely more part of the culture. But Yosef, usually when we're in Croatia, I let Yosef do the talking. He speaks better than me. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. remember hearing you when you, uh, you guys were here a few months ago. To me, both of you guys sounded pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, we were Stanko. drinking a lot. It was probably the alcohol. Oh, <laughs> definitely. The more, the more Carlo Ocho and Orgesco I drink, the better I speak Croatian, I think. Yeah. 100% <laughs> true. <laughs> oh, man. We're jealous of you, though, man. You're still in Croatia living it up. We're back here in, in Los Angeles working. Yeah, I'm, I'm living the dream right now, man. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really blessed to be over here. I've been, what, 10 months now, over 10 months, so... I mean, if, if you would have yeah. told me this when I was, you know, even just a year ago or a few years ago, that would be almost a year in Croatia. You know, I would have thought I was the coolest guy ever. <laughs> what do you think has been your favorite experience? Um, I don't know if I've had just the one single favorite experience, yeah. but just the experience as a whole really has been, I mean, when I first got here, just taking in all the, you know, new sites and the the culture and everything was new to me and then the summer was incredible being the whole summer here down at the coast i got to travel a little bit and and then now again doing another semester of croatian school over here i guess i would have to say the summer just because you know how <laughs> you can't complain about a croatian summer and it's a little yeah, bit cold definitely. over here right now but you know, definitely not i'm i'm ready for this summer already yeah are you guys <laughs> going to come back here this summer planning on it hula think, hula. yeah we'll, we'll try for sure i i think i have a wedding this year to go to mm, another oh yeah every <laughs> summer i get those croatian weddings <laughs> yeah dude they're they're fun man they go all night long man it's yeah, very cool. different for for our croatian listeners american weddings end at 10 or 11 p.m not the ones at our church but the ones that yeah that venues usually end very early which sucks mm. Yeah, not the Croatian American ones, but the, the American ones. Yeah, American American ones. American American ones. Well, speaking of the church, um, let's start getting into Elevatrani. 
Um, you guys, I'm assuming you guys met there at the church. How did, how did Elevatrini start? How did you guys meet? And, you know, what sort of kicked that off? I'll let you take um, that one, Josip. Let's, all right, so. The Croatian radio program and everything. Croatian, okay, so before there was Elevatrini, we, um, there was a thing called Croatian radio program. And this used to be like, you know, a, on the radio, it was like FM or AM something in the 80s and 90s. And these like old Croatian guys would speak and play Croatian songs. And um, so our buddies, Nikola Cvetkovic and Johnny Cvetkovic and me, we found the old radio room upstairs in the church hall. And we were like, wow, this is like really cool because it was just filled with a bunch of cassettes of, you know, old classic Croatian artists and songs and we're like let's we should totally revive the creation radio program so we started just you know taking photos of like the room and like all the radio equipment um we bought like mics to you know like talk and stuff um and do little shows um here and there and it was like it was just like a fun little hobby like after mass that we would do um and then we decided to make a playlist on Spotify. So we were like, hey, like we can find literally all of these songs. We created, you know, this cool playlist uh, if, you know, people wanted to just listen to Croatian songs because, you know, we weren't really on the radio. We were on like Internet radio, but we weren't on the actual radio. Um, and then we created an Instagram for the Croatian radio program, we created T-shirts uh, for the program. Like, it became this like pretty big thing in the church, and um, you know, from there we were kind of like, well, what else can we do with this? You know, what else is fun? Um, and then we started showing soccer games, soccer matches. You know, because Croatian everyone loves the Croatian national team. Like, it's so much fun to watch. But like, we didn't have a central location where we watched these soccer games. So um, Johnny was like, hey, we should buy a projector and, you know, have literally all of the Croatians together to watch this game. And we started throwing these events. We started, you know, posting photos on our Instagram and it just kept kind of like snowballing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and then we kind of rebranded from Croatian radio program because we weren't really doing, you know, the radio stuff anymore, like the music stuff. Uh, we kind of transitioned to more like sports and events and like kind of like audio visual stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and from there, like uh, we met Petar at church one Sunday, just, you know, after mass, he, he came and um, I think it was Johnny's dad who went up to him. He's like, hey, like, you know, like introduced himself to him and we started talking and we told him, you know, what we do and we just started hanging out and it was right you know, around the we, world cup time, world cup, maybe a little before that. Yeah. A little before, yeah. Yeah, a little before, a couple months before. Yeah. And you know, we've just been doing this stuff ever since just like, and it, it like kind of went to like, not influencer stuff like on Instagram, but we started taking cool videos and like promotional videos. We started making cool original, um, you know, photographs and content on 
um, for Instagram. So it just became this like really unique, I don't know, like soccer fan group. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, sort of a little bit of everything. I mean, yeah, you had the, the soccer games and everything, but also it was it was more than that, right? I mean, yeah, what were yeah, you? I, mean, I, I guess our goal is to unite Croatians, you know, all around LA, but also the world, and bring you know bring Croatians together, mm-hmm. and that common love and and you know love for our country and heritage. And right. it it definitely blew up during the World Cup this last one uh, four years ago. You know, everyone was just like so hyped. Everyone was loving our videos or our photos on Instagram. Um, everyone was coming to our games. I was in LA. Um, it was just a good time. It was a great experience. And yeah, we just, you know, went from there. Yeah, I mean, I, our, our, uh, our watch parties were definitely the place to be in LA. I remember someone said they Googled, you know, where to watch croatian soccer and, and we came up as number one and you know we had the news crews come out a few times we even had mm-hmm. telemundo come out i think yossi was on telemundo um, <laughs> definitely. Um, for our mexican fans yeah um, and then um you know johnny got interviewed and then for the world cup final uh it was a packed house we had probably about three thousand people there and uh, we were actually one of the venues where the United States Fox Sports broadcast came in and uh, filmed like the crab reactions out of six locations all over the world. Mm-hmm. Two were in, in Croatia, one for us, and then two in France, and then one at a French bar in New York. So we were one of them. And then we actually made it on the national broadcast, which was awesome. So it was, uh, it was an amazing 2018 World Cup summer. Yeah, a great accomplishment. Yeah, we I just remember wanna that. That was huge. Thank everyone that came out and supported us and and uh, you know, showed up to the games cuz it was a unforgettable summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was such a cool experience for me too just to be there and and see all that. And um, let's get into that actually. Talk to me a little bit about the events that you guys put on and the World Cup in particular. What sort of went into that and you know, how many people were you expecting? And cuz I think you guys ended up getting what over 3,000 people. Yeah, the final was probably what, Yosef, someone said about 3,000 people. I mean, you couldn't even walk. It was like standing room out the doors. You know, we had a massive projector in the main hall. Then we had TVs around the bar and then in the small hall. And then we had another three, what, like 65-inch TVs outside in the patio. It was just, it was crazy. I mean, we had, you know, breakfast burritos, a coffee cart, food, drinks, um, you know, I don't think we ever expected it to become what it was. Um, you know, Croatia kept winning and, and we kept just and planning the parties and, and people kept coming and, you know, everyone was so excited. Um, it was, so, sorry, um, it was like a lot of, like we started the first game and you never know, you know, how far Croatia can get in these things. And it was just like every game was like, what can we do better? You know, and it's like we're like we all have full time jobs like this is just a hobby for us, you know, uh, like volunteer work. And we're up to like midnight, 1 a.m., like thinking of how can we make this like way cooler, you know, for everyone who's coming here, like the experience better. Like we went out like we bought like foosball tables, 
Um, we made like stickers, uh, temporary tattoos, like just everything to like have make everyone have a great time at our event. And it just kept getting like crazier and crazier, like the ideas. Like for the World Cup final, like I made like checkered pinatas you know like that people like were hitting and like we had these like giant inflatable balls and balloons everywhere like it was just you know it was a good good time and a great place to be <laughs> yeah that, that was so cool you guys did an incredible job by the way i mean it, i had such a good time and that really like sparked my i mean of course i was always croatian i was always you know close with my croatian identity but that like really sparked something in me like that I can't really explain, but like just a, a a bigger feeling than I had before. And I think that's really what ended up sparking, you know, my move to Croatia where I'm residing right now. Well, good. That's, that was the objective. So, you know, we, we did it. We, we got it. Yes. If we can retire that was, now. That was our plan, you know, to make people move to Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got one of them at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You even had some, some local celebs in attendance. Uh, I got a picture with Ivica Zubats from that night, that day. Yep. Yeah, yep. Ivica came to a few of the watch parties. Uh, he's a great guy. So that was a lot of fun. Um, we even had, we even got on like news in what, where was it like somewhere in Asia? Yes, really? they came right to the, uh, yeah, some, I can't remember <laughs> which country in Asia, but it was, uh, we got like in, uh, we got on their, on their Japan or something, Japan yeah. or somewhere, China or something, I'm not trying to, I don't can't remember somewhere, but, um, like it was, it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, we were everywhere. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> oh, that was so cool. What was it? What was the, uh, follow-up like after, after that, the weeks after, um, did that like you did you guys try to plan you know anything else because of that you said oh this works so well let's try and do something else soon you know, yeah, I mean, I think for sorry for me like i was so exhausted that i just needed time to rest after <laughs> yeah yeah um, one thing it was that sure. but i think we wanted to definitely keep the momentum going because yeah, everyone definitely. was so still excited so we actually ended up planning um a croatian heritage night with the la clippers uh yeah um, which was which was awesome. So we had the uh, the Colo group. They performed at halftime, um, and then we did like a question and answer session at the end with uh, Zubats, um, which was awesome. So we're actually kind of in the works of planning either one another one of those, or maybe even thinking about doing another sport. So if possible, so um, you know that's we're always we're always looking for like another event or the next best thing or so how we can get you know people together and and have a good time and enjoy ourselves and you know, celebrate our heritage and culture mm -hmm. well talk to me a little bit about uh, some of the other events that you guys have been involved with because i know you've gone international you've gone to uh, canada to their extravaganza is that what it's called uh, uh go ahead. east fest yeah um i mean we just went to travel for fun and then we would just go live on Instagram for those events. Um, there was East Fest was like a cola festival that um, we went to a little bit earlier on. And then we started going to um, the soccer tournament on the East Coast. Um, and Tournier. Tournier. There we go. Um, that was a great time. Um, that's where we introduced um, Petar's Chevapi reviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are those? I haven't heard about those. Oh, they're fantastic. It's where Petar rates Chavapi. 
<laughs> I thought you want to talk about them a little more. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, a lot of great Travop out there. So we're actually even, you know, we've been in the in the works of maybe making an L.A. Botany uh, Chivapa recipe. So you'll have to stay tuned for that one. Um, Yosip is the Chivapa master. So we're working on a good mix for ours. Mm, yeah, there's nothing better than uh, some good Chivapa on the grill. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, no, Tournier is amazing. It's probably one of the best, biggest uh, events in North America. I mean, hundreds of hundreds, almost thousands of Croatians are there and a lot of young people. It's probably one of my favorite weekends of the year. And then we also have a, a pretty big event in Los Angeles. We do also like a Colo Festival. We call it Extravaganza. Uh, and that usually happens like Valentine's Day weekend in February. Um, unfortunately, we haven't been able to do it for two years because of COVID, but um, that's also a, a great weekend. We usually get about, what, five, I think, what, 2020 was 500 people, a little over 500 people. You'll see that. The, yeah, yeah, something like um, that. Something like that for the uh, for the banquet on Saturday night. So um, that's yeah. that's one of the best weekends in in Los Angeles. Um, and you know, like a lot of. all over. Yeah, United a lot States of groups. Canada. Yeah. Do you guys do anything with uh, with San Pedro at all? Because that's another big Croatian community right next to L.A. Uh, we definitely do support each other. Uh, when we have events and we coordinate if we like show similar you know soccer games or something like that uh recently we did go and you know support them for the euro cup because um our hall was closed down and we couldn't show anything ah, yeah, so they, they uh they had a few events few watch parties so we would you know helping them promote their stuff and, and you know everyone went down there and supported them so um it's also another Croatian community about uh, 30 minutes south of downtown Los Angeles, 30, 30 minutes to an hour, depending on track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're in Los Angeles. Yeah. So, um, near Gotta the, count near for the traffic. port of Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you guys, you had mentioned Corona just now and that, you know, you guys weren't able to hold events. And of course, you know, we've got to bring it up. What, have you guys been able to do anything, you know, in these last two years? Have you switched to online, you know, in some respects? You know, have you guys, how has COVID effect, affected LA Vatrani, I guess I'm asking. Do you want to tell you this? Well, I mean, obviously we haven't been able to have any events, which has sucked. Um, you know, we, when everything kind of shut down, um, our buddy Johnny helped uh, set up the, like the live feed for the church. So we, we you know, have, have masses live streaming every Sunday on our, on the St. Anthony's, uh, church Facebook page. Um, but yeah, I mean, besides that, we really haven't been able to do much. Unfortunately, things are kind of starting to open up now slowly. So we were able to kind of have a few watch parties in, in San Pedro. Um, but we haven't really been able to do anything at, uh, at St. Anthony's. And aside from that, like we do try to make, you know, content for our Instagram followers. So we are, you know, active with that. And, you know, we go live here and there. But as far as events go, yeah, it's it's still kind of shut down for now. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping, you know, that everything opens up before the next World Cup. Yeah, definitely. That would be huge. 
course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've already got we've already got a theme and a, an idea ready for our first reopening party. So we'll uh, have to keep that under wraps for now. We don't want the secret to get out, but uh, stay tuned. Be sh- stay tuned. Yeah, once once things open up, uh, I'm sure everyone will hear about it, and and it'll be a good time. Yeah, we won't leak that on here. What's uh What's your guys' Instagram handle? La Vatrani, right? Yep. At La Vatrani. One word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll drop that here so people can go ahead and check you guys out. What other social medias are you guys on? Uh, we've got a Facebook too, but it's pretty much the same content on on the Instagram. But so the Instagram is definitely the main the main uh, outlet. But we use we use uh, the Facebook more if we do like when we go to tourney and stuff. We'll go live for like forty five minutes to an hour. So that usually is on on Facebook. But uh, Instagram, I would say, is our, our primary platform mm-hmm. have you um have you guys got people reaching out to you with you know either thanking you or you know asking when's the next event or you know just people reaching out in um you know to la Vatrani and asking for information or saying hey i saw your guys's videos online i'm from wherever yeah no we've we've had um a couple of people reach out we're wondering if we're doing extravaganza this year uh, unfortunately we're not um, but you know, it's another cool thing. It's like, we've had people DM us and be like, Hey, I've got a friend that's coming to LA. Do you mind, you know, meeting them and bringing them around the community or like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, someone from Australia DM'd us and said that their daughter was moving to New York. Do we know anyone in New York? And we do. So we connected them. So it's just kind of crazy how, like how small the world has gotten with social media and, you know, the Croatian community, even if you're, doesn't matter where you are in the world, um, you know, you're able to find that kind of common ground, which is really cool. Yeah. Actually, I think when George, our friend George Dulcich, uh, went out to New York, I think you guys helped set him up with the Croatian community over there too. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, it's a cool thing to be able to connect people all around the world. What's, uh, how can people get involved with you guys? You know, is that, is that the best way to go and DM you and, you know, if they either want to volunteer or just find out more? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're always looking for, for people to join us and help us out and put on events. Um, you know, obviously it's tough if you're not in LA, but, um, you know, anyone in LA that's around that, that wants to get involved, you know, when, when events start back up, you know, we, we'd love to have you and, and uh, I don't know, just, just, you can DM the Instagram or if you see us, see us around, just uh, come yeah, up to just, us and, you know, can get involved. And me and Yossi, we're starting to get old. We're going to have to pass the torch eventually. So <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, just come to church. You know, we're there almost every Sunday. Um, hang out with us afterwards and, you know, we can talk if you want to get involved. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was cool that the community kind of revolves around the church, you know, like everyone meets up at the church and even the non church related activities are held at the church, you know, like the watch mm-hmm. parties and everything. Like I was telling some friends, American friends, um, like, oh yeah, I was watching the world cup at our church. And he said, you were watching a game <laughs> in a church. Yeah. They're <laughs> well, like, no. yeah, they're like, they like uh, people. Like, yeah. I was drinking at church. Like, wait, do you have a bar at church? Like, I'm like, yeah, I actually have more fun at like my church than I do at like some bars. It's, it's just <laughs> people don't get it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't think about the drinking <laughs> at the church. Too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think actually that might've been my only complaint about uh, some of the events that you guys have put on was that there was only pond a couple of times. 
Well, <laughs> I needed that's my Carlo the best Washable. we could get. <laughs> I think oh, there's man. actually some like supply chain issues with. Um... Yeah, we'll blame it on the supply chain issues. That was that was that, that's actually the the problem. <laughs> Everything going down with the ports right now. It's all backed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, the Chivapi were good though, right? Yeah, all oh, the Chivapi were. <laughs> yeah, of course. I can't pass up the Chivapi anytime I go over there. Yeah. Tell me, I saw you guys here this summer in, where were we, Makarska, and then you guys went down to Dubrovnik and I think some other places. Talk to me a little bit about that. You were here for a bachelor party. Ooh, Stanko, what happens in Makarska <laughs> stays in Makarska. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we that had was a good fun. time. Josip's, uh, Josip's sister was getting married and we were down there yeah. with all the boys and uh, we got to meet up with you guys, which was awesome. So... Uh, Makarska is a great place, great beaches, great, great nightlife. Yeah. yeah, we had a we had an amazing time. I'm ready to go back already. Mm, and then yeah. uh, the wedding was in Dubrovnik, which is just you know beautiful, gorgeous. Um, Taj Mahal in Dubrovnik. Josip would say, "Why probably some of the best chivape that we've ever had." Definitely. Yeah, oh, one I've of my favorite places. There. It's it's very overpriced, but it's really good. <laughs> huh, Taj Mahal, I have to put that on my list. Places to go, yeah, definitely recommend. Yeah, check I it think out. We went mm-hmm. there. Uh, we went there two, two or three days in a row, right? You'll see. If we we yeah, can get enough. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> definitely went twice. And yeah, that that summer that was really fun, and that was really cool to see you guys. Because um, you know we had been here what maybe six months at that point, and hadn't really seen anyone from back home back home being LA for me in this scenario and to see you guys, you know, and Johnny and Nick come out here and party with you guys. That was really fun. Yeah. We're going to have to do it again this summer. Maybe you'll have to stay out for another, uh, eight months or so. <laughs> I just might. Yeah. <laughs> Tough sale, huh? Oh man. That was a lot of fun. Where's, where's your guys' favorite? I mean, you guys came here as kids, um, during the summers, I'm assuming, you know, where's sort of your favorite places in Croatia to go? Uh, sure. Um, I love Dubrovnik. I think, you know, just the old, um, buildings and, you know, towers just like look so cool and the, the walls, um, that and Plitvice are just, mm. you know, so awesome. Just the natural beauty that Croatia has is, you know, like there's no other place like that. Yeah. I would, I would, I, yeah, Plitvice is definitely one of my top places in the world and in Croatia. And then, um, I mean, I love being back in my, my grandmother's village, Svetayana, which is outside of Zagreb. Um, but then on the party scene, I would have to say probably my favorite bar in the world is uh, Hula Hula. So on on the island of Hoar. So I'm going to mm. probably have to get buried there under the, the deck there. That's uh, <laughs> that's my spot. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you told me some stories about that bar. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, that we'll leave won't tell here. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe it's for me is one of the one of my favorite places too. That's really cool. And I'm thinking about. I haven't been in the winter, and I'm thinking about going Ooh. maybe soon. I've seen some really cool pictures with the snow and everything. I have too. They look really cool during the winter. I've never been, but I've seen the pictures also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it's worth it. I mean, I'll have to go and I'll tell you guys about it. Definitely, yeah. please do. I'm also jealous. I want to. I'm jealous of you. I want to go to Zagreb during the winter and Christmas time one year too. That's that's mm. on my list. Mm. 
dude, Advent was really cool here. It was, and like everyone was telling me, you know, like people that live here saying, oh, this year, like it's way less than it used to be because Corona, it's kind of, it kind of sucks. And for me, it was like, it was amazing. I thought it was so cool. <laughs> and I was like, what are you kidding? Yeah. This is awesome. But I guess like it, it was even. It means it'll only get year. better. Yeah. It won. It was like, I forget, one first or second best Advent in Europe. What two years ago? Yeah, a I couple think? years ago, best yeah, best uh, Advent city in in Europe. Yeah, it, it was really cool, and I didn't before I came here. I didn't know about that. I didn't know that that was a thing. But yeah, I'm definitely I'm really glad that I got to be here. You know, for all the seasons, because you know, usually I had just gone during the summer when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah no, that's 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 definitely a cool thing that you've been able to experience a full yeah definitely full, an awesome the four experience, seasons. Yeah. We yeah. don't have many seasons in Los Angeles, so yeah, we only have two. Um, I think it's hot summer and cold summer. <laughs> yeah, basically, and no. then it rains a few days. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Throwing some wildfires, and that's the <laughs> yeah, LA summer. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll start wrapping it up here. I want to hit you guys with a question or two: Karlovačko or Ojusko? What's Ooh. in the beer? Before this summer, I would say Carlo Wachko, but I've been converted to Oja School after the summer. Really? Yeah. For me, it's a little crisper, a uh, little crisper flavor. Hmm. That's fair. So for me, ooh, man, that's a tough question. Um, you know, I was talking with some of the guys that I traveled um, Croatia with this summer, and we kind of came to a conclusion that Karlovačko is amazing when it's super cold mm-hmm. right it's very just fresh has a great taste but when it warms up it kind of loses that that magic right but ojusko like even if it warms up a little bit still tastes really good so i'm gonna have to go with ojusko huh i'll have to test i'm that actually theory. wearing an ojusko shirt right now oh, we got oh, really? <laughs> yeah yeah i think i'm the i think i like carlo Ojusko better from the draft draft Carlosco a little better. But I think Ojusco in a you know a glass or whatever from the bottle. My favorite beer though is the Radler when I'm in Croatia. It doesn't really do anything, <laughs> but it's so refreshing. I could drink that all day. Definitely tastes good. Those are nice. Yeah. There's nothing like that in America, so whenever I'm in Croatia, that's my favorite thing to drink. hmm It's nice that in Croatia the worst beers or like Karlovačko and you know Ojusko, <laughs> but they're still so much better than like a uh, Budweiser or a, Coors Light. Or Bud Light, Coors Light, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like uh, premium beer for us. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do, they do have some good other beers here, like um, Vukovarsko. That's that's a good beer. Mm-hmm. I like um, which one was it? Velabitsko. Ah, yeah, that's good too. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, let me hit you guys with one more quick one. And then we'll wrap this up. Shoot. Joapi with Ivar or Kaima? <laughs> I knew that was the next question. <laughs> it's only natural. <laughs> you know, like, this shouldn't even be a question, man. Kaima. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know, man. I like a little bit of both. It's tough for me to say. I I think I've been kind of converted to, I would before my past life, I would say Ivar, but I think I'm a, I've been a I'm a, I mean, Kaima's good. It, it just goes so good with the the lapinha and the and the meats. I probably would have to go with kaimak too. Hmm. Petar, you've been doing a lot of converting lately. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> What's I'm been a going on with you? Fan, if you haven't noticed. 
Oh, I'm man. easily swayed. <laughs> yeah, next year I'll ask you the same thing and you'll switch answers again. Uh, I might, all right, guys. I might tell you pawn next year when. Oh uh, no! <laughs> Don't do anything but that. Anything but pawn. <laughs> Uh, but Petar, Josip, you know, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. It was really cool talking with you guys again. It's been a while, you know, since the summer for me. And, you know, I'm sure everyone listening is, is happy to, to hear all this information from you guys. You know, go ahead and follow them, Elevatrani, at Elevatrani on Instagram, Facebook. Um, any other links you guys want to tag social medias? That Spotify playlist, is that public or are we keeping that on lock? Yeah, um, it should be on Spotify. Just search Croatian radio program and it should be hundreds of Croatian songs if you want to listen through it. All right, awesome. Well, thank you guys again so much for coming on the podcast. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Stanko. Thanks for having us, buddy. Good catching up. Yeah, thank you so much, Stanko, and enjoy you know the rest of your time in Croatia. That's it for today's episode of the All Things Croatia podcast. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you all enjoyed it. You can subscribe to the Patreon and check out the All Things Croatia Instagram page to stay updated. Feel free to reach out to me with any questions, tips, or ideas, and make sure to tune back in to the next episode. Thanks again, and vidimo se!